So, Troy, uh, what the fuck is going on with Drake Bell? You mean Drake uh, Campana? <laughs> the Mexican superstar? What? Drake Wait, hold Campana. on. What? <laughs> yeah, bro, you haven't heard? Drake Bell rebranded himself to be a Mexican superstar. Like, he sings all of his songs in Spanish now. And tours. He tours oh. in Mexico? Yeah, like apparently, like he did, like like he's a pretty big, he's big in Mexico, you know. He changed his name to Drake Cabana. What is this the surprise? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, so he's the Mexican Chet Hanks. That's what you're trying to say. Yes, but he's not Hispanic at all. (laughs) No, not at all. Like Jared Drake Bell is uh, not. Mexican at all. <laughs> like, he doesn't know what the <laughs> fuck he's talking about. What was I going to say? So, Drake Bell is actually in the news for something that ha- has nothing to do with that, though. Yeah, he was charged in Cleveland for attempted child endangerment. And dis- <laughs> yeah, and fucking sending out material harmful to children. Yeah, what's going on in Cleveland right now, bro? What? <laughs> yeah, right, in Cleveland. So, it's fucking weird. So, what happened was, is that uh, Drake... Yo, Drake was- is EDP? <laughs> Oh my god! Dude. Well, pretty, mu- pretty yeah. much, actually. What is with like, this podcast and breaking pedophile stories, bro? What is with this shit? Yeah. You know what, dude? Let's let's put this music shit behind us and just let's go hunt pedophiles and I really did make not, that as content, bro. Isn't it crazy? That, up isn't it crazy story. that on YouTube they have like a thing where you can like become like a to catch a predator guy? Like you pay a thousand dollars or something like that, and you can like catch predators with them. What? On their Patreon. You can pay $1,000 or like $2,000. Oh, catch- yeah. Yeah. I do remember that now. Yeah, they did okay. have a little sale of like you can like join their adventures to hunt down pedophiles. Well, that's the thing closest to being as bad as being a pedophile in my opinion. <laughs> being a yeah. person who pays $1,000 to go hunt pedophiles. Go hunt them. That's yeah. the next. That's the tier below that. You yeah. Know what I mean? And just yeah. like completely disrupt any investigation that could possibly happen. by just, Yeah, like- it goes pedophile, <laughs> that guy. <laughs> and then everyone else <laughs> it's really funny because like there's these people doing like social street justice they're like almost like social experiments or whatever and like trying to catch pedophiles on youtube and all that cool. kind of stuff and they're literally like again like they're literally like in- interrupting active investigations like any evidence that the police could collect gets like nullified because these guys like entrap these people yeah Off exactly yeah and then they don't even call the cops when the, the video is over but this time Drake Bell, they got him. <laughs> Insert, ladies and gentlemen, we got him. We got him. Oh no. no, but yeah, he is definitely seen. He is pleading not guilty. So they're going to go to court, you know? Ladies and gentlemen, we'll see the evidence. I mean, we got him. So he was texting a 15 year old? Uh, it never said uh, sexting. Like he never sent like a dick pic or anything. But what he did do was just send very. What would they say? Yeah, again, uh, the lawyer is very good to negotiate these charges down because because like, this is the most vague like thing. There's like, what is the evidence? Like, what was he disseminating? They they don't know. <laughs> and what was it? They even in the New York Times article, they're just like persecutors um, said that Bell engaged in conversation with a 15 year old girl that was at times sexual in nature. Mm, yeah, that lawyer is good. Sexual yeah. in nature. You know what That's I mean? That's that Campanera money or whatever. <laughs> That's a lot of pesos. I just feel know? like he has a really good escape plan with this. Am I, am I right or am I wrong? Like, I just That's feel like. El Chapo escape plan. Right? Well, again, he's making all this money in Mexico, right? So he can pay the lawyers, just like almost like Scarface. But then if if it goes south, like literally he could go south and just like. <laughs> <laughs> just escape to Mexico, just like a cliche. Run to Mexico. 
Yeah, you oh. you know what blew my the thing that blew my mind about this ship is the fact that like fifteen year olds listen to Drake Bell, bro. <laughs> like they know who he is, bro. He bro. wrote the iCarly theme song. Yeah, dude, what are you talking about? How put some bro, respect I'm, on bro, I'm Drake uh, Kempina? <laughs> well, I'm fucking twenty five, bro. Like that was Campina. like how old was I when I watched that? Like I don't know, like fourteen. Don't act they like you were watching <laughs> Drake and Josh. What are you talking about? Drake and Josh is huge on Twitter. That's just I don't know. I never expected. Uh, Drake Bell to have 15-year-old fans, but, I mean, because I feel like, you know, we were his 15-year-old fans. <laughs> yes. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't think this, like, happened, like, recently. 2017, uh, 2018. 2017. So what was that? Bro, like, okay. Four years like, ago? Four years ago. But still, though, four years ago. What was he doing <laughs> yeah. four years ago? Well, I guess she's 19 now. This is a thing in that community. Almost like, I don't know, like, um, have you guys heard of, like, Warped Tour? Like, Vans Warped Tour? Yeah, yeah. They used to have 15-year-olds, like, come to the shows and come backstage, and it was very, like, very, very sketchy environment. Like, these punk bands were inviting these girls backstage at, like, every show. Like, I don't remember if it was Black Veil Brides or, like, Blood on the Dance Floor or something like that was doing that. But, yeah. Really? Yeah. I feel like this is, like, an almost like an extension of that. It's just, like, so fucking weird. Like, like I never expected him to be the next Dan Schneider. Oh, my God. <laughs> what a reference. Man. Yeah, that is kind of crazy to think about. Like, all these Nickelodeon people. You know, what the fuck were they doing in the 90s and 2000s? What were they doing? Just weird shit. Yeah, something in the water. Yeah. In the slime. (laughs) Something (laughs) in the slime, bro. Something in the what? In the slime. (laughs) Fucking in the slime. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to get slimed. (laughs) Yeah, are you trying to get slimed? Something in the slime. slime. (laughs) I was just trying to understand what what you're talking about, but. I'm realizing, yeah, like, bro, the slime, like the slime from the, slime. the award show, like when yeah. they used to slime yeah. people. Yeah, <laughs> something in that the was slime. so good. Yeah, cool, yeah, bro, yeah. that'd be so funny. Like, <laughs> they, they would have like Katy Perry, like reading like like best like bite trick ever, and then fucking she gets slammed in the face with, with a bunch of slime. <laughs> Try to slime Katy Perry, bro. What? <laughs> Dan Snyder just comes on stage as producer of the year, like he wins every single year because he's the only uh, producer in Nickelodeon, <laughs> and he just stands on the stage, takes his shirt off, and the slime. Just, goes over just like I love slime. Yeah, he's a tyrant. I mean, <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. But I will say though, the the one thing that's fucked up about this story is that like, say he is found guilty, this is what he's looking at. So for the first one of child endangerment, uh, that sentence up to eighteen month uh, in prison mm-hmm. with like uh, minimum sentence of six months, up to like a five thousand dollar fine. Like that's not that long. And then the second charge is, is a misdemeanor, so it's 180 days in jail and fine up to a thousand dollars. So like, what was he? He's six, he just has to pay six thousand dollars, and then uh, yeah, he'll make that in one night down in uh down in like I don't know. I'm trying to think of a Mexican city. Name one Tijuana. Mexican city. One yeah. night in Tijuana, <laughs> <laughs> and he's 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 off the he's off. <laughs> Let's say name one. You <laughs> could name one. Mexico City. <laughs> I couldn't think of Mexico City. I thought maybe that was in New Mexico. I fucked up. <laughs> New Mexico? What? Troy, how do you feel about this uh, this pedophile appropriating your culture? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, I've never listened to it because, you know, I, I, I just don't listen to, to Drake Bell. I just refuse to listen to his music, you know. But I don't know. I, I, I mean, I don't know, like how he did the name change. 
You know, he probably should have just stayed like Senor Bell. You know. <laughs> Ryan, what the fuck is up with Tom Holland? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so Tom Holland is horny, I guess, apparently. Tom Holland is trying to get some action in, in the movies, in the in the Marvel movies. Really? All right, it's the horny police. <laughs> Sirens. <laughs> yeah, but I'm, I was reading this thing on Screen Rant. Apparently, Tom Holland, I think actually Eve had sent this to me. That Tom Holland was like uh, jokingly trying to get a, a scene with Zendaya, I guess, in the new Spider-Man movie, uh, a, pa- a quote-unquote passionate sex scene. Hey hmm. man, shoot or shoot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. I feel like they would never let him have it because, like, as soon as they're just like, "You got it," he'll just like tweet it out. Like, <laughs> yeah. Everybody, <laughs> guess what? <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Yo, boy! <laughs> I did it. He's he's funny though. He definitely makes the Marvel movies a little bit more like lighthearted and kind of like fun. You know what I mean? Like especially during the, when I see him in the interviews and he just like gives shit away. But he oh, definitely should I, not have given away. That. It's very funny. Yeah, yeah I like honestly, I, I love what he does. That yeah. So Tom Holland is horny. <laughs> Yo, so is Anthony Mackie. I think he was in that meme too because he was like trying to get a sex scene from uh from Black Widow. In like, or like, not a sex scene, but maybe like, or, yeah, I think they called it a romance plot. But you know, he was trying to get, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, I think like uh, I... Falcon, Black Widow, they have so much in common, you know. Yeah, like that was a stretch for me. Like, I'm I like, fly, least... I can fly. You got a Glock. Like, why don't we like? <laughs> you got those, you got those batons. Like... Yeah, why don't we come together? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, no, that was that was like from the from the free, uh, from half court, man. You know. That was Tom like Holland. the that, that was the shot that you shoot backwards and it, you get a hundred thousand dollars, but it makes it in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, type of thing. Yeah, they did my boy Tom Holland wrong, but you know, uh, Anthony Mackie. Nah, I don't see, I don't see that happening. <laughs> yeah, I don't see that happening at all. It's yeah, after like, he got his ass whooped in Eight Mile. Just like, oh my god! <laughs> yeah, it's not gonna happen. He can never him. have the he can never have the girl. You know, <laughs> have you guys seen that uh, the Winter Soldier and the? I was literally was about to talking? say, I, I it looks so good. I mean, I've heard good things about it. Have you seen it? I haven't seen it yet. I have. It's solid. Actually, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. It's a solid uh, TV show. Like a lot of action, a lot of uh, it's very political. You know, like because it, it was very political process of like because like you know after Steve Rogers quit being uh, Captain America, like they find another Captain America, and like none of and like you know they got this off brand cop Captain America just being like I'm Captain America and just like fucks around like he just like I'm yeah just who, the who plays the new boss. Captain America? I didn't even like know Dude, this was out. It's the guy from. Um, have you ever seen Twenty One Jump Street? He's the QB. Uh, Twenty Two Jump Street. He was the the QB. Oh, that blonde headed guy. The, the dude who's not Jimmy Tatro, right? Yes. Yeah. He played. I, I should know his name. <laughs> the, yeah, that, that blonde, I know who you're that talking about. That one dude, <laughs> the blonde guy. 
No, but yeah, he I, plays. I <laughs> no, yeah, but he plays. Show, yeah, the show's solid. Uh, I liked it a lot. Like, uh, what was it Loki just came out too? And like, uh, yeah, yeah, he came yeah, out as non-binary. Yeah, right. Really? Yeah, what was yeah, that? Yeah, there was a headline. Like, uh, there was a headline where it said that apparently, according to Norse mythology, like uh, he's uh, Loki is like a non-binary figure or something like that, and they're going to incorporate that into the next season. That's sick. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah you know what? Resmentation, I will say. I, I do like that. Now I'm thinking about him like as a character. I guess that does make sense. You know, because it was. He just transforms into things. Like it I mean, yeah, he's yeah, he's really like a trickster, right? So he wouldn't really have like a, I guess, identity like that, you know? Yeah. No, that makes He's more of like a spirit or something like that. Like kind of like an ethereal uh, person that shapeshifts kind of thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, like the mythology. He's a trickster. Yeah. He, he just he yeah. just fucks around. Yeah, I got yeah. You. He, he literally just yeah. fucks around. And it kind of like I mean? it kind of like feeds into that whole thing that people talk about how like some like um, older cultures had like I guess like non-binary like genders is like like legitimate like genders. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. unlike, unlike we kind of have finally learned to do. So it's kind of cool. Happy Pride! Happy Pride, everybody! Happy Hell Pride! Yeah. Hell yeah! And uh, it's going to be a rough, random transition, but I want to talk about Lord. Yeah, I'm proud of Lord. Lord, <laughs> Lord is wow. Definitely <laughs> glow up right now. You know, I, I feel like it. Um, you know, what was the name of the song that she just dropped? She just dropped a new song. It's called Sol- yes. Solar Power. Solar, Solar Power. Power. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that yeah. was interesting. I mean, I thought that was like, you know, I I was never like a huge Lord fan. Like at the time when she came out. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I heard her music like everybody else did. Um, and this is like really different. It's It seems like she's like, I don't know, like her sound is like totally like fl- like flipped. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No, I know exactly what you mean. Like her old sound to me kind of felt like very moody and very like like angsty, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, like the, yeah. It seems like this new Lord like kind of like found herself. You, you know, like she she seems to be like happy where she's at. Like she's like found her peace about. or something, right? Yeah, exactly. She's like not having body issues. She's just like I'm just out like in the in the sand with my body features. Like you know, she's confident now, and like I feel like she's not like as angry at the world in in this new version of Lord. Yeah, well, I don't know. I feel like she had like a pretty cool, um, similar to like almost like Billie Eilish or whatever. How she kind of had the same thing where now her music is a lot lighter. Like I feel like it's a very cool. Tra- oh, true, true. It's a cool yeah. transition from dark to light, where you can see like they start off in like the darkness and then they move forward to like. You know what I mean? Like they go through like rough patches, bad nights out, like yeah. terrible breakups, like that, like drunk nights, that kind of stuff, like that. Yeah. And then you transition, and then it's like everything is sunny and nice or whatever. And I think this is like a perfect song for the summer. I feel like it's the first day listening mm-hmm. to it. We think it sounds kind of generic a little bit, but you're just like you're gonna hear it a hundred times on the radio. It sounds like summer. And we'll see. If, well, yeah, we'll see if it's good then. That's like how I feel. Like I'm like pretty. I, I'm confident that it's gonna be a really good song this summer. That people yeah. are gonna listen to a lot. Yeah, she's definitely going through like her like pop star reinvention phase. You know what I mean? Where yep. It's like you start out one way and then you. It's like I don't know. Taylor Swift did the same thing. Like, um, but yeah. yeah, I mean, it's it's like I, I think she's a really talented artist. Like, I liked her music, and I I hope that you know whatever direction she goes in, like she, I, I would just hope she doesn't lose like any of like what made her great. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. um, I feel like you can transit like Billy. I feel like she's still like keeps like elements of i guess her moodier music you right. know what i mean yeah and the lyrics and stuff especially yeah yeah but it's yeah. like she's changed like the sonic like profile of her music or something you know what i mean like mm-hmm. where where it's completely different and she definitely is exploring new ideas too but um 
yeah, I think that's a good comparison. And I think like we'll it'll be it'll be interesting to watch both of them um as they are both doing this, you know. I feel like there was a very dark wave of sound that was going around and like I feel like now that I feel like things are like getting lighter just kind of in general. I yeah. don't know. Like even mm-hmm. like even like levitating is like in the top four or five or whatever. It's like such a yeah. stupid song. And and same with um but it's good. And and the same, same I'd say, yeah, you what? That song's it is, amazing. It is stupid, but I'm <laughs> saying like, it's, it's, so it's, it's like carefree, you know what I, that's what I mean. And um Left foot, right foot. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's very it's not mindless, but it's just like it sounds good, but it's just it's a like, good time, you know? It's, right. And the same with the Silk Sonic song that you you're getting a uh, dist over, Troy. People, people What? People said uh, the song is not about Lay's chips; it's about fillets. Where he said, "I, if you're hungry, I got fillets." Oh shit! Well, <laughs> and you're like the Lay's potato chips. Okay, but I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And honestly, I thought the exact same thing, Troy. <laughs> right? I'm just like, okay, like you know, it doesn't it still doesn't make the song better. Like fillets. Oh, yeah. But yeah. Anyways, uh... it's still a corny ass song, honestly. Yeah, honestly, I'm I'm really I'm hoping that, like this song will probably be bigger than um that song anyways because that that song was corny. I feel like this one's more genuine. Yeah, it, definitely a lot of like mining of like vintage like old sounds like like yeah. again like levitating is like 80s 70s like Saint Vincent 70s like this whole Jack Antonoff thing is all like 70s 80s like power ballad type shit. Mm. Yeah, and the Sharon Van Eaton and that song was like an 80s like yeah right um, exactly breakup song vibe mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I mean it'll be it'll be interesting to see like because I feel like we've had like revivals before, you know what I mean? Like definitely felt like we had an '80s revival in like the 2018s, like yeah. Um, and there was like you know Wise Blood did like some '70s like revival shit for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but it'll be interesting. Like I think you're right too, like about the change in like the tone of music because like I think post like lockdown things are just going to be really interesting to see where people are trying to go. And like I think that's a good point to transition to, like the culture. Um, discussion because like that new ego single too like that was like fucking um yeah inspired by like what was it like yeah go into that a little bit or remember you were yeah exactly the the migos thing is the exact same story where they're like that one specifically the song avalanche the opener for the new culture three album it like samples that um that song by the temptations um papa was a rolling stone just like pretty blatantly like it's good though it does sound good yeah, the it's, flip. it's so cool yeah it's cool i i don't know i feel like um no i was gonna say i feel like we hit maybe like the musical reset button like we're back in like the 70s and 80s now or something i feel like everything has like some sort of a 70s or 80s tinge to it and like even that song directly is like reference like even like the rap like i was trying to think like rap music is not doing that but I feel like it totally is. I mean, it is. is kind of doing that. It, 100, it totally is. That's what I'm saying. What's it? The Alchemist is like, you know right. what I mean? I feel like all like underground rap has been like all about like doing like classical shit. And now I feel like, you know, the Migos, I mean, I, you know, for me, like when I heard that, the, the track, it got me pretty excited for the album, first mm-hmm. of all. Um, you know, I, I mean, I'm not going to say like, you know, it was like fire or anything, but like I, I was definitely expecting worse. Um, but yeah, I feel like a lot of the production, like especially for them, like, like I wonder if it's going to be more about like the temptations are taking samples from the 70s or 80s because they were kind of doing like fake 70s with uh like walk it and walk it talk it right yeah they do have experience doing that before yeah uh, i don't know if they're gonna like i don't know if they're gonna stick with that but like yeah it doesn't i was sound, really yeah it doesn't yeah, sound like it for that many songs it sounds like maybe for a couple they might 
Yeah. But I thought I was super impressed with this song. Like I was because like there's been like this, you know, debate online about, you know, if the Migos can like make a comeback and yep. they're washed up. You know what I mean? I mean, <clears> we have like... that in the, in the group chat. You know what I mean? In fact, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Was it? Yeah. Because I was talking to my brother about this, too. Like, um, I'm just like, yo, Migos dropping Culture 3 tomorrow. And he's just like. All right, like cool. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I don't care. Yeah, it's not really. I don't know. I, I was listening to the full, the first Culture album, and I feel like that was more of an event. Like it starts off with DJ Cal, and he's like, "It's for the culture, yeah, the culture, <laughs> bro." And then the fucking they just come out straight fire. Like that shit was so good. Yeah, I feel like Culture One was more of like an event. So like you were more people were more excited about that. Like even like Donald Glover was like, "Oh, Bad and Bougie is like the best song ever. They're the yeah, modern Bad and Beatles." Bougie was really good. Yeah. yeah, I mean, was he wrong? Was that? Was he wrong? They have a lot of fucking hits. I don't know if they peaked at that time or not. I'm I'm trying to I'm still trying to figure out, but it, these singles are pointing in a really good direction. I like this song a lot because it kind of to me it feels like they have really come a long way like since um the culture phase like Offset is like really, you know, developed into his own you know what I mean person and Takeoff even had his own, you know what I mean, his own album. Mm-hmm. Um and so I think they've learned a lot and it feels like they're kind of bringing that into the song. Cause like, you know, usually Migos is just like that one flow, you know what I mean? Like the hickory dickory dock flow. Yeah. Right. right. You know what the I mean? triplet flow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's like, um, on this, like, I felt like they really like took time to like, I don't know, think about like differentiating their flow a little bit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it felt like there was like, it, I guess the, like the word is like, there was more like, um, I guess, like, um, I'm trying to think of the word, but I'm going to cut this out. Oh, okay, yeah. My ear was just, like, a lot more stimulated because, like, there was just, like... (laughs) 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 What's that word? Oh, yeah, my ears were stimulated. No, no. I know what you mean, yeah. Who was at your house looking your ears, bro? (laughs) (laughs) Drake Bell. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but like you know what i mean though like i don't know i feel like in especially in the culture too like they all got into like this like flow where it just like wasn't like impressive at all like yeah, i was just like super repetitive. I, super repetitive i don't know I, the, the whole thing about culture too it, it was their sound diluted you know what i mean like if you have a certain amount of flavor and you put you pour way too much water in it like the color is going to go from like a deep red to like a light red you know what i mean Okay. So I feel like on the culture one, they had, every single was fire, and I feel like the triplet the triplet flow is unique for that time. But right. then culture two, like it had spots of greatness, like stir fry is like an amazing song. Honestly, yeah. they, they had a lot of different flows on that one. Yeah, um, I mean that song was good, but like name like like four other Narcos, Bad Bitches Only. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'd have to go through them, but I don't um, even know what Narcos though. You walk know? and talk it is no Narcos is a good song. I feel like, but I um. Like it. Yeah, so there was like maybe like six good songs on the culture too that I that I could that I could point out, but then there was twenty like pretty bad songs. So I I got a little bit worried when I saw this new track listing because yeah. I saw the same kind of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm not sure how it's gonna. Be. I'm not sure like I don't know. I feel like they're trying different flows on this one, and like they're not just doing the same triplet flow. I just hope that you know for twenty six or twenty five songs they like have. There's twenty six well, songs. No, it's nineteen. It's only nineteen. Okay. 
That's a little bit. That, that's a little the bit. The last one, Culture Two, was like twenty-four songs. Like it was like okay. Well, that was like, like pretty that long. was annoying because that was just like a financial incentive. Like they were just trying right. to play like the streaming game at that point, and that's like you know I think kind of like where they kind of crested. You know what I mean? Like like when they started doing that shit. Like I don't know. Like I feel like they definitely stepped away from their roots and like it had an effect on them you know what i mean like at the end of the day if you're gonna if you're gonna do shit that like kind of is like selling out to a degree like it could have an effect on your career you know what i mean and like i'm sure they made a shit ton of money and shit but it's like you know people are questioning if they have the sauce or not so you know hopefully with this album they can like prove themselves like to us again in some sort of way right my thing is like i don't understand why artists have to try and play the streaming game where they try and get all these plays through streams. Like, why don't they just like compact it into 10 really fucking good songs? Like that again, like, like they did with like the weekends album or maybe 15 good songs like they did with culture one. And it's just all fire one after the other. And that, that way you don't have to pick through and find like some hits. Like instead of having six hits, you have like 10 hits. Yeah. You know, it's, it's it's easier said than done, but I feel like you can really like, if you're the Migos, like you can really get 10 songs, like 10 or 12, like fucking like bangers. Be so much more impactful. I don't know why they don't just do that. Yeah, that was kind of how I felt with the game. little baby shit too. Like I, I in that mm-hmm. review, I was like, mm-hmm. you know, there's like 18 songs or something, and and when my first listen, like I really liked a lot of the songs. You know what I mean? But like by like the third time, bro, you start cutting shit out. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And then you realize, wow, like I have like six songs that I like, I really like, and it's like. For me, like, I still think, like, six songs is still a good number of songs to like, but it's still, like, for a album that, you know, like, of that genre where they do, like, 24 songs, like, and you don't remember any of them. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, I, so, know, I know what you're saying. I, I feel yeah. like with, with um like, like his new album uh, or whatever, or, like, Culture 2, I feel like a lot of people, what they do, it's, like, you pick, like, your five or six, like, really good songs, and then the other ones are not bad. Like it, like if you ha- if your friend played in the car or something, he right, can maybe convince right. you that this one, like track twenty one, is good or something. Or if it's at a party, you're not going to care. Right. So I mean. it's good music, so you can't really criticize it too too much. You can't be like, this is fucking all complete garbage, you know. But at the same time, it's like, I don't know. That, that's again, that's the difference between like a B minus and like an A plus. Like I think the culture one yeah, is like sucks, a like an A minus or an A or something like that. Culture oh, one yeah. is inc- it's incredible. Yeah, honestly, it's my favorite. Um, it's like one of my favorite trap albums ever, if I'm being honest. Like that, that was such a good album. Yeah, that's why I was I was a little disappointed with like the Migos. Uh, t- I mean, not Migos, uh, Culture too. You know, like I feel like there was no like big, bad, and bougie. Like Stir Fry was like big, but I feel like it did not have like the same effect on people as like bad and bougie did. Yeah, there was just so many like classic lines. Like again, like the triplet flow is at the peak of its usage, and like. I don't know, like oh, came, Metro Boomin beats, like came from the. It's like came from uh, eating ramen noodles. Fuck the game up, Karma Sutra, like just like yeah. shit like that, or like yeah, jump off the stage to the crowd. It's a mosh pit on t shirt, like just like random. I'm things in there with pots say. and pans. Call me Quavo Ratatouille. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like what? <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just like so, so many memorable lines, right? That was an awesome era. Yeah, solid fucking times. 2018 summer was pretty sweet. But oh my god! Yeah. Maybe we can rewind back to then, and Migos can come out with a, a banger album. No, totally. I mean, like, what? Um, let's say, looking at these features, like, who are you guys excited about? So they got like Drake, Cardi B, Polo G, mm-hmm. Future, okay, Justin Bieber, Juice <laughs> World, <laughs> Pop Smoke. No, Justin Bieber. And- why? Yeah, that one's. I don't know. That one's gonna. Hey, be... I'm ready for Bieber, bro. Bieber be snapping on rap albums, bro. Remember, I mean, um. 
What was that song? The Travis Scott Maria, song? I'm Drunk? Or is, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, the, no, that one's good. Like, honestly, like, Travis Scott and Justin Bieber, like, they have, like, two, like, pretty solid songs. So, yeah, like, no, I think, like, he, like he'll sing a good chorus on this song, as long as yeah. it's not, like, corny. Yeah, yeah. I mm. mean, it's about how they, they do it, but, you know, like, Bieber's getting his, his feet wet in the hip-hop community. He also, um, he was in that music video with Drake, right? Pop yeah, star. he was in uh, Pop Star. Yeah, he, pop he was star. the Pop Star, yeah. 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 I feel like he's a pretty respected figure in the in the hip hop community. Like yeah, we, love, a, we like Biebs over here to a certain extent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. No, totally. Honestly, like, uh, yeah, he's really good. I'm really excited for this um, this future um, feature. Oh my god! The song is yeah, called Picasso. I'm so ready for the future, bro. <laughs> the future should be called like, Godzilla. Or Toxic Boys or something like that. Yeah, no, it's no, Picasso, no, 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 bro. No, no. It's going to be a work of art. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm definitely excited for the future feature. I think it's cool that they have so many features. I think this is something that they need for sure. Um, because I think when you're trying to win people back, it's best to win them back with people who they already like, right? So That's true. No, definitely. I, but like speaking of that though, I, I I will say I don't like. I mean, personally, I don't know about you guys, but I'm kind of done with having Juice World features and Pop Smoke features. Yeah, like, oh my god. Yeah, yeah come on. Let guys. them die. Like you know, respectfully. I mean, like yeah. <laughs> let them. Let them. Let them let rest. Them rest. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't. Let them, let them. Let them rest respectfully. Yes. Respectfully. <laughs> no, so but, said, uh, let them die. <laughs> no, I'm just like, cause you know what I mean. I'm just like, like, yo, it's now 2021, and what was it when did Juice World die? 2019. Well, that's like, a, that's the thing with all, a lot of these new rappers, like like X or Juice World or Pop. Not to get on like a soapbox or anything like that, but no, go for a, it. a lot of times what happens is they'll sign them for five record deals, and even like Lil Peep, and like they'll sign them for these five record deals, and it's just like, it's so clear like that they're just like gonna gonna use their music like no matter what no matter how good it is or whatever like like all like the bonus stuff and like even if they pass away they're gonna use the music and they're like fully i feel like they're fully aware when they sign these artists and they see like the things they're doing on instagram and like the dangerous situations that they're in and they still sign them and they promote it and like make that stuff worse you know what i mean i feel like yeah i feel like they like they, they'll they'll contract pop smoke for five albums knowing full well he'll only make like two or three I think it's just yeah. great. I mean, I, I, as long as, like, the money is, like, if it's going to, like, their families in an equitable way, that's cool. I don't know about, like, the ins and outs of their deals. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. I mean... And if it's tastefully done, you know? Right. And just, yeah, I mean, that, that too. But just, like, knowing how the music industry is, it does feel kind of predatory to, like, keep using their shit after they pass away. Like, especially, like, after, you know, like, you know, this long. I mean... Like I'm, I'm not. I can't really tell them like if they have a pop smoke feature, not to use it. You know what I mean? Right. Because like obviously that's between them and pop smoke, right? But it's like, I I do think that it comes, it can come off as kind of like tasteless, like at times when you see it done so many times. Yeah. And like, like Quavo being on the the pop smoke album like four, four or five different times. Yeah, I mean it's just like you know like. I, I do want them to be able to rest in peace, but I will say to your point, Ryan, I think you made an interesting point. Cause like these, like, like you said, all those artists that you mentioned who died though, like they were so like profound. And, right. You know, and you know what I mean? Like in a way, like, like literally all of those guys were like slated to be like, yeah, they're going to change the game. Like they're going to do X. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. They're just hit makers. Just like one, one after the other, just like every yeah. single week, it would be mm-hmm. a new song. That's like a, a fucking bang or like a hit. No, 100 yeah. percent. Like especially with like Juice World. Like, have you guys ever seen him like freestyle for like an hour and a yeah, half? Right. Oh my god. 
Like it's like, unlimited, like, just unlimited bangers. Like in, in the in the memory bank, like and and on Spotify too. Like X, he put out so yeah, much shit. Dude, X is so, so much. clouded on Spotify, bro. He's he's one of he was one of the most played for so long, dude. Right, like, people loved his shit. Like I was a huge X fan too, bro. Like I fucking cried like when he died, dude. Like yeah. I, I, that was that was a hard ass summer for me, bro. Like because like I remember like I just kept listening to that one song. Like I think it was Legends Never Die, mm-hmm. the Juice made, bro. And then fucking Juice died like a year after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, I was fucked up. Yeah, it was a that's a wild ass time because I mean with the X thing, like I was studying for I was taking like a summer class and I was studying for a test, and I like look on my phone and I see like. The whole um, the, the the thing about like how he was on Snapchat and it's like there was pictures of him and, and all this kind of stuff and it was all coming out like at the same time as news, you know what I mean? Yeah, so like we didn't yeah. know like what was what. And then there's yeah. this whole thing on Instagram about these guys like um, that were wearing these red masks that were at the yeah, shooting. Yeah, And then they yeah they hunted them down and like tried to find them like like they found pictures on Instagram of people with red masks and they're like oh this was yeah. them, you know what I mean? It's so it was yeah. so, such a crazy like flurry of things, and I was just studying for this test, and it was like three p.m. like whatever, and I look at my phone, I'm like, wait, what? Yeah, and that just goes to show how dedicated that fan base was. Like everybody was just like, I remember that too. Like everybody was just like look like trying to understand what was going on. Yeah, the community was really supporting itself, and yeah, I mean that was just like a hard time, and I I, I don't know, I feel like that those guys are be, like becoming our twenty twenty seven club. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And in, like, in a really twisted way, like, that they all predicted, but it's just, like, I don't know, like, it's it's just freaky thinking about that sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it definitely is, but, but yeah, to kind of, like, rope that back into the Migos album, I just hope, oh, yeah. again, they have, I hope they have, <laughs> yeah, but I, I hope they have a, you know, have a relationship with Juice World, or hope, I know they have a relationship with Pop Smoke, so I just, again, I just feel like it's done, I just hope it's done tastefully, like, like, I like when someone who's really, really associated with the artist, like, if Fabio Foreign put out, like, a Pop Smoke song, like, a single or something with him, I wouldn't be upset about it, because I know that they're very close, mm-hmm. yeah, type yeah, of things, yeah, so yeah. it's, it's, no, it's not the posthumous singles are, are all trash or not, like, Fela Kuti just came out with a single, like, a random single, like, a week ago, he's been dead since, like, the 80s, so, yeah. nothing wrong with the posthumous single, it just needs to be, like, done respectfully, done well. and by people who know about these people, like, personally, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. That's a really great point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, honestly, guys, um, was it? we haven't talked about one of the biggest feature on here. Uh, fucking Drake. Like, uh, I, mean, I, I can yeah. already tell. We're going to hear this song every day for the next two years. Mm-hmm. Like, it's going to be on somewhere. It's going to be in the car. It's going to be on the radio. It's going to be played at the fucking... Wait, Drake Bell is on this album? <laughs> Yes, yes, dude. Yes. That's what I'm saying. It's gonna be that big, bro. Drake That's Campana. crazy. They're doing a yeah. They're doing a Spanish uh, song, like a flamenco <laughs> style song. Yeah, Narcos Part Two. It's Narcos Part Two. Yo, yeah. with Drake, com- whatever, Campanero. <laughs> Yo, so you know what? Since we're going Drake back Campana. to so yeah, I just want to go off off topic for one second. Since we're going back to old uh, old subjects for a second, uh, that Lord cover. Just want to address it real quick. Uh, she. Lord, <laughs> all I gotta say is, yes, Lord. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. So, Migos, <laughs> man, when's Lord gonna get featured on the Migos album? Like the fuck, no. Lord, Lord. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man, you know what? I can't believe I can't believe Cardi B's on this fucking album too. You can't believe she's on the album. You're right. I mean, I can't, I can't believe. You know what I mean? It's just like, okay, there she is. Oh, man. 
She had a really, think, really, really. She had the best verse on the culture too. Like of all the artists, I feel like she did. Yeah. Bro, ride the yeah, ride the dick I'm like a BMX. It. All these nah, all nah. boys want to be my ex. Jesus I'm Christ! I'm leaving the chat. I'm leaving the chat. <laughs> nah. That was a good nah, ass line. It was pretty good. Yeah. No, nah, no. Nah, honestly, like I, I will oh, say, like I mean, her style does complement the Migos very well. Yeah, it de- it definitely does. I just hope she doesn't uh, Yoko Ono everything because they're the Beatles. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the modern Beatles. This fucking guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Beatles are the next Beatles. She just comes on screaming about the coronavirus. <laughs> coronavirus. <laughs> yeah, she just like shit. Fucking fake ass socialist. She just says shit. <laughs> Country's falling apart. Yo, yeah. Like, Country's falling apart. She's FaceTiming with fucking Bernie Sanders. And she's wait, like, Uncle uh, Bernie! Yo, wait, wait. Speaking of that sp- fake socialist, did you guys see this video of Kamala Harris going, <laughs> don't come, don't oh, come? Right. And then it's like yeah. an edit of Donald Trump going, I'm gonna come. <laughs> and the crowd yeah. just goes nuts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, man. Good shit. This I is the most insightful that. podcast you'll, you guys will ever listen to. That's how we're advertising it. We got the insights into all that your new music and we memes. talk about for the culture. Yeah, y'all, y'all ain't ready for it. We got everything in this podcast. We're going to talk about chord progressions, and then we're going to talk about Donald Trump going, I'm going to come. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's wild. <laughs> but yeah. But Cardi B, I hope she has a good feature. That's all I'll say. I'm, yeah. I'm, cr- I'm crossing my fingers for a good feature. I just hope the album is good. I just want some summer bangers. No, seriously. Honestly, dude, like, let's just be real. There's at least like two to three like bang ag- gonna be bangers like they're gonna be fucking good right yeah like yeah. even though i didn't like culture too there were still like bangers on that album mm-hmm. yeah i mean yeah we'll see like and i feel like anything can happen nowadays with music like i feel like music tastes are so fickle nowadays honestly like, I think people are really quick. Like, I, I'm i not saying there's not a lot of mid shit out there, but I really feel like people are, like, really quick to judge nowadays. You know what I mean? And I don't know. It's fair. It's fair in a lot of cases. But, yeah. you know, I feel like, I feel like we'll see. Like, I, I think back to, like, the Playboy Cardi shit. You know what I mean? We're like, yeah, where everybody's like, this is garbage first day. Yeah. And it's like. I still listen to a lot of that. I'm like, bro, Sky, what? Yeah, dude, dude Sky, what? No, I, I listen to it again. I, I think honestly, we should have a uh, when we do the anti retreat, we should invite our friend John and we should have a um, a gentleman's discussion about what the best Playboy Cardi album is. Oh hell yeah, dude! I, I yeah, he's a that. huge Playboy Cardi fan. Yeah, yeah, and because I'm I'm trying to figure it out myself. Uh, out of the three, I don't know. I mean, I know the answer is Dilet. Oh, but a lot of red is so good. Ah, oh, but dilet, dude. <laughs> a lot of red is so good. Those dilet, like, what do you mean? Ever since I met you, <laughs> I love that song. I love King Vamp. I just love. I fucking love a whole lot of red. Yo, foreign though. I'm in the motherfucking foreign. Exactly, dude. Foreign. Dude. Yeah, foreign but was... metamorphosis though. Yeah. Stop breathing though. I, I, I'm not gonna lie. I haven't been listening to as many of the hype songs. On okay. The album. What have you been listening? I've been, to? Li- I've been listening to like the chiller ones, like Sky and shit. And like I've been, I've been honestly listening to like more like old Cardi recently, mm-hmm. like the um, Pierre Bourne type vibe shit. Okay. Um, yeah, because I don't know. I was like, I think it was because it was my birthday, and I was just feeling like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah that's that's fair enough. You know what I mean? Like, I that's just golden. Like, Even the Playboy yeah. Cardi mixtape. The ones I'm debating on is either the first album or a whole lot of red. Honestly, at this point. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I put it as uh, I made my list of like the best songs of uh, best albums of last year, and I had to put it as number four. I had no, I felt like I had no choice. It was just so like it's so fucking good. I don't know. I'm not gonna go on about this forever, but I was about to say we about to do the Cardi segment because I could go, but <laughs> maybe we gotta plan that for another episode. No, we'll save that for next for next week or whenever we're doing the. Is it next week that we're going up there? Yeah, I, I think you guys are right. Yeah, yeah. for the listeners, yeah, they're um, they're, hey the guys, boys are coming uh, up I need to, to visit step me. away for a second. So all right, cut me, me off in the fucking best part. <laughs> oh, like talking about Playboy Cardi for like the hundredth time. No, I was telling podcast. them, I was trying to tell the listeners that y'all are coming up. We're about to get lit and preview right. the anti parties. It's anti party time. Hell yeah! But yeah, no, the boys are. Um, yeah, we'll go off because of, you said um, like is that next week, so we'll, we just go off of that. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, excited yeah. for this, man. I'm excited for this anti retreat. I'm gonna get that uh, that thing we can plug in the microphones. And we can all like be around a table just like holding microphones. It goes all into one audio system. Kind of nerdy yeah. that I'm talking about this, but Nah, hell yeah. Like for, for the listeners, yeah, we're um the boys are coming up, they're visiting me in Brooklyn. We're gonna be uh kicking it in the city mm-hmm. and it's gonna be a good time. I'm probably gonna come up with some content while we're up there for you guys, so look forward to that. I'm I'm thinking about doing some like photo shoots and stuff. Like Troy has like a camera and stuff. I'm trying to have him bring his camera. Hell yeah. Fucking look cool with the balaclavas on. Yeah, oh my god. On the yeah, rooftop. That was the coolest part of the last retreat, for sure. Was that taking, picture, taking the pictures and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, that was the that was the best part. Honestly, like, I might bring my Polaroid and shit, and we could do some shit Ooh. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be super fire. Bro, dude, yeah. We we got something for y'all that y'all not ready for. <laughs> we're not going to even talk about it right now. We yeah, can't, yeah, yeah. It's on the hush. It's on the hush, but we're, ooh. It's, it's Pre- we're just happening. Stuff. Yeah, preface some shit. Yeah, hell yeah. Hell Yo, yeah. so Eve, what else have you been listening to? Well, bro, okay, for real, for real, if y'all want to know what I've really been listening to, <laughs> I've been working out a lot, so I've been listening to like, a shit ton of this band called Hate Breed. Um, they're like this metal band from like uh, early 2000s up until now, and bro, their music is literally just like, if you could put motivation in a bottle mm-hmm. and like sell it, like that's them, bro, like. Yeah, it's like it's like fucking iron pumping music. It's like yeah, it's like literally just like for PRs and shit. So I've been like juggling listening to that and listening to like the um you know, I've been listening to like the Dirk album and like other hip hop shit, but I really want to start listening to more like indie rock and shit again cuz I feel like I've been like I mean, I want to listen to more metal too, of course, but like yeah. more indie rock and shit cuz I feel like I've been neglecting my baby. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I feel like you should definitely listen to the Japanese Breakfast album. I've been listening to that a shit ton. Yeah, bro. Like, I mean, on the retreat, too, like, y'all, we could do some shit, like, where we listen, like, at the place, but, like, y'all should also come to my spot and, like... Oh, for sure. Yeah, we could kick it on the roof and, like, have, like, an indie... We could bring drink, but, like, my roof is pretty chill. Like, we could get drinks and shit and, like, have, like, a little indie, like... I don't know, sesh and bring the speaker up there or whatever. Sunday, yeah, yeah. We should do that on Sunday, I feel like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, we're just talking about the anti-retreat, Troy. Okay, cool. Yeah, sorry about that. Um, yeah, so what do we? What, what are the plans for that? Uh, you're not invited. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> Awkward. God damn. No, I'm just kidding, bro. Got him. Yeah, we're, me and Ryan were just. Uh, yeah, we're talking about nothing. We're out. just yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just, I just happen to be in the city. Uh, not uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, y'all. Let's call. It. <laughs> yeah, let's say. Um, do we have any other topics? We, we... No, no. We, I was just talking about ja- the Japanese Breakfast album. 
The shows are opening back up. I'm going to see her twice. Oh, true. true oh, yeah, yeah, dude. That's going to be sick. Like, I, I'm, I, you know, I got to get my, I'm going to try to get tickets for Govball. We should definitely all do that in September, bro. That, that'll be sick. Um, yeah, if you could uh, send me another the... retreat. Yeah, yeah but, I, but I'm going to see Japanese Breakfast with Troy and his brother and, uh, and oh, stuff. Oh, shit. With, Spe- with Spirit of the Beehive. Oh, uh, August 10th, bro. August 10th in Philly? Yeah, it's on a Tuesday, though. It's on a Tuesday. Damn. What time? Probably like, uh, probably like eight or nine. Yeah, uh, August. I might, I might be able to pull it off. I might. We'll I mean, see. do you have a vacation days? Actually, I do. I mean, I'm not <laughs> asking to use your vacation. Days. Let's go. No, well, I'm I just might, saying, I if, if they give you it, like yeah. a whole year's vacation, like yeah. you know, joining half the year, like no, I don't, don't get yeah. no, it. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll no, see. that'd be that'd be super worth it though. That'd be dope. And and again, I'm seeing her again in New Haven. I bought a ticket for her show at the College Street Music Auditorium where we saw uh, Young Thug. Oh yeah, that was a good show. But it got canceled. But it got moved moved to the day before, and instead the ticket is valid to go see her and Bright Eyes. Oh okay. Yeah, the, this other music venue. Uh, Eve, have you ever listened to Bright Eyes? I don't think so. They're like one of those older indie bands, like like Connor Oberst. He made that album with Phoebe Bridgers. Okay, okay, okay. But yeah, I'm super fucking hyped. I'm just hyped to go see concerts again. Honestly, like like I've been out and to the clubs and shit like that, and it's been like, I don't know. Not a, I don't want to say a return to normalcy. Like I hate that fucking phrase, but it just feels like. But dude, it, it is. It's so dope. <laughs> like it's yeah. so good. Dude, I went to a, the bike store today. Got my bike fixed. Uh, didn't need a mask, and then I went to yes. do CrossFit. Didn't wear a mask. Yeah, let's yeah. go. Yeah, it's dope. Yeah, so so that's yeah. that's gonna be what the anti retreat's gonna be all about. Go fucking sing karaoke and shit. Yeah, yeah, we're let's all gonna make go. out. Like, Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> we do. We gotta kiss the homies now. That's City the, boys that, up. Oh, <laughs> There's a little little fanfic for the listeners. <laughs> right, I know. Y'all want Can't that wait. Ship it. <laughs> Pandemic is ending, and uh, I'm gonna kiss the homies. <laughs> <laughs> that's what the culture's all about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh man! All right, All right. bye. <laughs> I, think, I think that's a good point to end it on. Yeah. <laughs> Just the homies. Peace out, guys. Right. Peace watch out, out guys. the homies tonight, and watch out for the Marine and the Diamonds uh, review coming out tomorrow. Ten a.m. I got the leak and the Lord single. Let's go. Damn, dude, we shouldn't be admitting to, <laughs> to yeah. crimes. What are you doing? You wouldn't steal a TV. <laughs> you wouldn't murder somebody. So why would you pirate? You wouldn't. You wouldn't download Marine and the Diamonds' new album. <laughs> <laughs> Who gives a fuck? <laughs> Bye.